If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? You are listening to episode 267 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Player 2 is coming at us. What's up, Crawler? Hey, how's it going? It's Crawl coming at you. That's right. Apparently, that's what CJ says. I didn't realize that. But CJ is coming at you, too. And I saw that in Discord, and they were, they were tagging me in it. He's a streamer, too. That guy, CJ. He's like, <laughs> I love when he takes he's, all the yeah. pictures really fast. I'm like, oh, he's he's adorable. He's adorable. We also got we got another we got player three back again. Super Nintendo. What's up, buddy? What's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Do you have a catchphrase mm. yet? Like. Do I have a catch- no, I don't need to catchphrase. I speak for myself. You know? Hello. Is this thing on? That, Hello? That's a catchphrase. There you go. All right, guys. Well, hey, that music you just heard is from On Being Human. Check them out on Spotify and YouTube. I know I say that every week, but seriously, go check them out. They're friends of mine. I love those guys. On Being Human. This is an unofficial Nintendo podcast, and if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, my book for free, n64josh.com slash audible. If you want to get any other book for free, audibletrial.com slash npc. It's up to you. You can decide, okay? That's just the way it, that's just the way the links work. I can't help it. Okay. You can also get my book free that way also, but use my other link for that. The chair I'm sitting in, the chair crawler is sitting in, and the chair Super Nintendo needs to be sitting in are from OP Seat. And if you go to n64josh.com slash OP Seat, you will automatically save $10 at checkout. They've also got free shipping. And I haven't checked to see what their sales are right now, but they they may still be $20 off. So, And I've been getting emails from a lot of you guys saying they are... Uh, they are... Uh, you guys yeah, we can't up. see Super Nintendo this week, but last week he was in a broken chair down it's, like a kid at the kids it's, table. It's, yeah, well, it, it stopped going up, but in order to get it replaced, <laughs> I need to take it apart and send it back to them. And then they'll they'll send me back a new one. But I don't have a box big enough. For, I, I don't just hang out with boxes <laughs> uh, except just... for the ones Josh sent me last week. But uh, <laughs> in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, sometimes my camera just doesn't turn on, and then I usually restart the computer, and then it'll work. But I did that today, and no, it's n- no go, no it's, go. It's sad. It's sad. At least we get to see your beautiful little avatar there, so that's good. Yeah, the old little icon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, guys, if you want to get a paperback copy of my book, Another Castle, n 64 josh dot com slash Another Castle. That's it for that. We're going to go to the announcements now. Here we go. Hey, listen. 
I am still looking for writers for n64josh.com. We are trying to make this a legit Nintendo news site. If you guys are interested in writing, hit me up in the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're not watching any content on YouTube, please head on over there and subscribe, youtube.com slash n64josh. And check out some of the Animal Crossing videos. I've been putting out a lot, showcasing my island, showcasing my, my camping area, my boardwalk, my club slash restaurant slash cafe. That's three stories, which I'm having a ton of fun with the DJs at the very top. <laughs> and so it's, uh, I've been having, I've been having way too much fun with this game. Absolutely loving it. But uh, yeah, go check out, go check out the YouTube stuff. I'd really, really appreciate that. Other announcements get into pick your team in Splatoon. We did a community Splatoon day on Saturday and it was a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun. We played we played for quite a while. We played in the uh, Splatfest arenas, which was great that those are now available to us. And I, yeah, I, I pl- really looking forward to playing this game more. It was it was it was a good time. It was a good time. So uh, with that, we're going to get on over to our uh, game tips. All right. I'm going to go with Animal Crossing. And I'm going to talk, I put out a video today about customizing things because I get questions a lot like, where did you get that bench? Right? So the answer is it's a DIY, but then I customized it. And I, and I don't think everybody realizes how much can be customized in this game. Not everything, but certain things. A lot of DIYs can be customized. But for instance, the switch that you're given when the game starts, you can turn it into gray Joy-Cons if you want by taking it to the table. But I have a feeling most people have left that switch in their house and have never taken it out. And I happen to take mine out to throw it on the tables at the at the uh, the club that I made, the, the diner, whatever, and was like, you know, I wonder it happened to be in my pocket when I went to customize something. And I was like, ah, this can be customized. So do that. The other tip is go and talk to Sable every day. Talk to her, get the patterns. I got pizza pattern from her. So now I can make a beach towel that has pizza slices with, with cheese melting all over it. So I was, I was pretty stoked about that. So utilize customizing. You can really add, uh, you can really add so much character to your Island and really make it your own by customizing things to the themes that you, you know, or the, the colors the, and the, the decor, whatever that you, that you prefer. So, um, Pitt in chat says, yeah, dude, amen. I love it when something can be customized. Same here. Same here. There's certain, I had a hula doll from, from Gulliver and I could, I could customize that. I was kind of surprised by it. You could change the screen of the laptops. You can change the magazines out. You can put custom designs on some of these things if you want to. So, so keep that in mind. There's a lot, there's a lot there. Uh, Crawler, you got a fact. I, dr- I drug my feet so much talking to Tom Nook and actually bringing him the wardrobe or whatever that you're supposed to bring that I didn't even know you could, like I knew you could customize, but I didn't know how you did it. And I was like, one day I was like, oh, I should probably actually t- take that out of my my uh, bedroom and take it down down to resident services. <laughs> that's when you get the customization kit, which I hadn't even done for like the longest time. Wow. No, that's good to know because there may be yeah. people in that same boat. So that's good. That's good. So, and now my son just bothers me because he sees you do it. And he's like, oh, I want to customize stuff. And I'm like, all right, maybe this weekend <laughs> we didn't do it. But like, I'm not I'm not like that. I don't know if uh, like this game is going to have the legs for me to like customize stuff 
how I want to just because of the, the time commitment and, and some of the stuff that you have to put into doing it. But I don't know. We'll see. It Yeah, there's and it would be nice if you could go from <clears throat> right from crafting. When you craft, you pick the color you want and just uses all the materials. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be amazing, you know, but instead it's you have to leave. You have to go all the way out of crafting yeah. then start the conversation again. we're start we're starting the rant we're starting the rant again exactly i mean it's exactly. every every night i go and like buy stuff at at able sisters and it's just so annoying to buy all the colors of stuff if you buy one thing you should be able to customize it to all the colors and just have access it's just there's quality of life stuff though <laughs> could be so much better i don't even mind spending the bells just let me buy it all in one fell swoop but yeah i get you there i get you there for sure for sure so I see Splatoon 2 in the game tips. You got something? Oh, I forgot. I thought this was what we were playing. Um, Splatoon 2. Um, Motion controls. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, so... Turn them off. No, don't turn them off. So <laughs> that that was my first... So that was my very first thing back when... I think Splatoon 2 was like the third or fourth game I bought for my Switch when I got it. Because uh, I, I bought my Switch uh, release day of... Uh, Mario Odyssey. So I, I was a, f- a few months late into getting the Switch, but all these games had kind of been trickling out over the course of that that first year. And I'd seen lots of stuff about Splatoon 2. And I first thing as a, as an old time shooter fan playing Halo and that kind of stuff, I turned off motion control. So I was like, I'm a dual dual stick kind of shooter um, player, and that's how I'm going to play it. And this game, I watched some YouTube videos. I watched. Uh, people talk about it and it takes some getting used to it's hard it's hard to initially play that way um it's a little bit easier i guess if you come from pc and you're used to to mouse and keyboard because it's a little it's kind of similar in that aspect that you have the the quick control and and the the flick of the the controller to kind of get it to where you want it to be um but if you stick with the motion controls it allows you to especially in like turf war or or other game modes where you need to get paint on the ground to be able to either swim away or flank or or just move from one one aspect up to shooting a character it it can allow just a lot of flexibility and it's it's kind of the Nintendo knew what they were doing when they designed and put motion controls in a lot of other games doom that kind of stuff when they added that in that's kind of a a nice feature for like hardcore splatoon players that like it that way but you can tell Splatoon 2 was made to use that motion control to so stick with it. It's 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 good in the long run, I would say. I was very stubborn. John, you, yeah, you were against it. I was first. very stubborn. I was like, I can't. And I would still rack up the kills. I'd still have days where I'd get, you know, still have games where I'd get, you know, even 20 kills without using the motion controls. But it you just are you're you're more accurate. It, I think for me, I still have a hard time. I end up shooting low. Cause I don't think yeah. you got to use that. You got to, what is it? X I think resets the camera and you just got to use that, utilize that all the time. You can play however you want sitting back or forward. If you just change where you are, you just reset that neutral on the camera and it, it, it makes it easy to adjust on the fly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it's like old dog, new tricks. I still, I still do a lot on my sticks. There's still a lot going on on the sticks for sure. But yeah, if you can get used to motion controls, I mean, I, if I can do it, I think anybody can do it. So just just stick with it. But because uh, I know, well, and I, I'm sure last weekend a handful of people played it for the first time. You know, because I know in our in our community day where we played, there was a lot of people that were like, uh, 
you know, level one, like, wait a minute, how come, how come, you know, <laughs> I'm not gaining levels. I know we're doing custom matches, things like that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, just stick with the motion controls. It's definitely worth it. So, and then that we can just lead right into Splatfest coming up next weekend. You can go in and pick yeah. your T and start leveling that up. If you want to get, uh, what are those things even called? I can't remember anymore. The, the little pout. The, like, yeah. The, um, yeah, it's been too long since they're like the the clams or or no is it no it's not even it's not even clams you earn you earn the, you earn something at the end if your team went you earn more but it's uh those are the recent it's the scrub gear i think but yeah yeah, yeah. Scrub the gear right yeah i just can't remember yeah, what they it's, called it's them. been a while we all had to update splatoon but it was fun and it was we had like we hadn't played since the last Splatfest pretty much and that was however long ago so Petulian chess is very difficult for me to get used to it, but it's something, um, it's something you believe it would help. Then they'll, they'll try it out and watch some videos. Also X puts that camera in default. Gosh, it's going to help me for sure. So yeah, absolutely. Watch a few videos on it. You'll, and just, just stick with it. You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. And so and pl- play yeah. some of the single player stuff just to get familiar with the camera. If you're not comfortable doing that in, in a more competitive setting and it'll, it'll help you. Yeah, and don't forget, there's also uh, Salmon Run, which is like a horde mode, if that's something yep. that interests you as well, So, um, which is also fun. So, okay, um, with that, oh, let's yeah. go ahead. Wait, Streets of Rage 4. So when you're playing the game, um, I'll talk about more later, but when you're playing the game, you'll see arcades in, in the game, and you can, you can just walk up and punch it, or um, all of them, before you, before, right before you get to the arcade, there's always going to be an enemy that has a taser and if you use the taser and hit the arcade what happens is it goes back into a retro style boss fight and you go back and beat them and then when you beat them you come back with a retro looking 8-bit looking uh or 16-bit looking uh weapon so (laughs) you'll see them throughout the game and that's just a little easter egg that you can get so you take if you tase the the arcade, it takes you into a boss fight right then and there. Right, that's yep. cool. Yeah, and, and is actually, your is your health and all that kind of stuff preserved, or is it? Yeah, because continue? they'll give you one life to beat them, and if you don't beat them, uh, it just throws you back into the game where you were with however much health you had. Have you been playing that on Switch or on Xbox? Uh, or I play, I beat it on Xbox first, and then played through it on Switch too. Yeah. And actually, fun fact, uh, the Switch version uses the game, uh, the system invite system. The the, the rarely used uh, Nintendo feature that they added a couple updates ago. Yeah, so it's used by that, Wargroove, and uh, Divinity Divinity Original Sin 2, I think. I think that came about for Wargroove, I think. Yeah, I think so. All right, well, let's jump on over to our indie conversation. Here we go! So I'll kick this off. It's not really an indie, but I played uh, SNK Gal Fighters, and this was a Neo Geo Pocket game, and it's $7.99. It is surprisingly fun. The... They they did an overlay for this, so it looks like you're playing on the Neo Geo Pocket, which is a system I had no experience with whatsoever. Never even I don't even know if I've seen one in the wild, honestly. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure I've seen one in the wild. And yeah, when they came Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say when they came to America, they were in like those blister cases with like a pack of six games. And the six games were like random at GameStops. <laughs> and I think they had them at maybe some other stores, but at Toys R Us maybe. Mm. But yeah. Mm. And and the overlay you're talking about, it's almost like on the 3DS when you when you would play a virtual console game and you did the overlay with like the Game Boy or the Game Boy Color. It, and it looks like that because you had multiple selections, right? You could go, you could go stretch it full screen, or you could go with the the small overlay to make it look like you were playing on the console, right? You right, could, yeah. you could stretch it some, like you could stretch it to be just a. It was still a four by nine. It wasn't. It it wouldn't like go to widescreen. And then okay, because uh, sometimes they have like pixel perfect, right? And then sometimes they have stretch. Yeah, this did not have a stretch feature as far as I could tell. I stretched it as wide as it would go and it only it was still just a square screen. And I think they do that just to preserve the I mean, you're talking about a pretty for low a fi- for a fighting game, you probably yeah. don't want it stretched. It that would that a would be a very small screen. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm 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 guessing this thing was similar to like a a, a Game Boy Micro or something, but again, I don't know. It may be a little bigger than that, but I don't think it was the size of yeah. like a Game Gear. And it only had an analog. Nothing was the size of a Game Gear. <laughs> <laughs> had to be big enough to house all those what, did they take double a's or was it c, like c cells no, it was double a's, I think. <laughs> six double a's and you got to play for like 10 minutes so yeah yeah good times good times but yeah so snk gal fighters i mean it's a very simple very simple fighting game you don't got any online play or anything like that but uh if you want a little like you, if you want a taste of what the neo geo pocket was like this excites me because I'm like, bring us the Game Boy games, bring us the Game Gear games, you know, get and like Neo Geo has been they've been at the at the forefront with the switch on everything. Their retro games were their first. One of the first retro games I bought was their arcade games like Samurai Showdown. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're very on top of bringing these these classic games back and uh um, they actually reached out for me, reached out to me for this one. And we're like, Hey, do you want to check this out? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I want to see, I want to see what this was, what this was all about. And it, it honestly feels and reminds me a lot of, uh, what's it called? Pocket rumble, the indie title. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just, it's a very basic. And I remember playing like mortal Kombat on the game boy. It was rough. It was. Yeah. Rough. I remember you talking about that on stream while you were playing this, yeah. but does it, pl- does it play as a two button fighter still, or did they add more hotkeys for stuff with no, as many buttons or two button fighter? You're you, it's just punch and kick, you know, they just, and I think working within the, the limitations of the, of the system was really the, the way to do it. Because I mean, I played a lot of mortal Kombat on game boy, but it was, it was terrible. It was just like, Oh, this is all I have. So I can at least be practicing kind of, you know, kind of. So, uh, yeah, but, but if, again, if you, if you were like me and you're just like, yeah, I kind of want to see what this was about, like this, what this was like, it's a good way to check it out. And especially if you have somebody to play with, I think it would be some fun, you know, uh, on the couch, two player, multiplayer. Not something I'm going to go back to all the time, but it's a solid game. The controls were very solid. I was very, very impressed by that. Very impressed yeah. by that. It was really good, especially back on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. That one of the most popular, I think, best games that they had was SNK versus Capcom. Oh wow! On the game on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, and I think this coming out has me excited and hopeful that they could reach a deal to bring that out on the Switch as well. Did you own one when you were a kid? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. 
Very cool. So you played Streets of Rage four. We have yet to to try it. I'm 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 I really want to jump into it. Give us the lowdown on this uh, on Streets of Rage four. Mm, Streets of Rage four. Very good. Love the way it looks and like the the combos that you can pull off with the with the fighters. Um, it just feels really good. It feels a lot like the old. It, it's kind of like um, Contra on the DS. Contra um, Four. Contra Four. It's, it's kind of like so that. So good. Like, that was like really good. Way Four did a really good job with that, and yes. that's kind of what this is like for Streets of Rage. And uh, the fact that you can play—I haven't done it yet, but four-player locally and, or uh, two-player online—and I played through the whole game online. And then I played through it all by myself as well, but um, just playing through and going going through and uh, you in, so you start off with the story mode before you can unlock like boss fights and, and things like that, or you can you can actually also play online and just do a fight where you just you fight each other. Um, just oh really? Yeah, the throws huh. feel really good. You can go through and uh, change the music to retro music or the, the new music. Uh, and, um, cause some of the, the new music is really good. Some, some levels I like more than others, but, um, but yeah, going through and playing, it, it's cool seeing like the graphics as good as they are, like seeing, uh, one of, one of like the old pixelated characters, like skate or somebody playing through as them while, um, in this like other world, it's, it's, it's almost like, uh, I don't know. I guess like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit almost. This seems jarring, but at the same time, <laughs> pretty awesome. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I guess uh, me playing through this game was, and then after in in a post Castle Crashers world, I feel like I'd like it more if I could have like progression with the characters throughout the different mm. modes and things, but. Other than that, I'm liking it. I liked it a lot, and yeah, it's gorgeous and one of the best uh, indie games. And it's kind of bizarre that Capcom or uh, Sega didn't even publish this game. Like they're just like licensing out their games. They they did it with this. Um, they to what is it? Dot emu is that what it is? I'm not sure. I think sure. We'll and go with then, that. Yeah. And then they also licensed out Shenmue three and then um same thing with like Bayonetta two to well, Nintendo. In in what in what state does Sega even exist right now? I don't even know where they fall in, in publishing or development of anything right now. They uh they own uh they, they still own their IP some of their IP, right? They I also mean, own Atlas. They own Oh, so they're making money then. Yeah, yeah. And the Sonic movie just came. Hello, the Sonic movie. Yeah, I know the Sonic movie came out, but like, I mean, (laughs) yeah, Sega has been for a while now putting stuff out on Nintendo, which they never would. I I have I have console wars sitting in front of me somewhere. I need to read it. But yeah, but then they also it's like they've been doing a lot of um, smaller game, like different games that are. uh, I think they also own somebody else that makes like uh, real-time strategy games. I forget who it is, but yeah. So they, that's they, a real that's a real success story for uh, filing Chapter Nine bankruptcy, right? Didn't they? Didn't they have to do that after? 
Um, what after uh, Dreamcast? Well, the, yeah, but then they ended up coming back from it, and yeah, that's a success for for, for filing bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and the, but the playing Streets of Rage, I was thinking, what other game would I like to see this happen to of Sega's? And I think uh, obviously you could say Golden Axe, but I I would like to see uh, the Kid Chameleon or well, Chameleon. Well, you're right. That was the name of it, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, where you just go through and you have all the different masks. I think that would be a lot of fun. But yeah, that's uh. Yeah, well, well, Josh. At least you and I have access to this. We can. We should. We should uh, set up a night. We can go play online with uh, Game Pass. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. The price point, Chris, being around like what, 25? 24.99, yeah. I think it was on sale for um, I think I yeah, I think it was like 20 bucks sale. the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like it's enough game to justify that price? Uh, if you're a big I think if you're a big Streets of Rage fan, like if you just seeing that like um my uh my one one of my buddies that we used to play that game growing up like that in final fight final fight. We didn't play multiplayer, but we played oh, Streets of rage. <laughs> we played streets of rage and, uh, he saw that it was on the eShop and just bought it instantly. And he said it was worth every penny just being able to play through it with his kids. Oh, I love it. Cool. That's yeah. great. That's great. All right. Well, let's, uh, jump on over to the news. I can't believe we're finally saying this, but EA is going to be bringing a number of games to the Switch before the end of 2020. That's in quotes. I mean, number of games. It's very, it's very executive speak in the in a finance. It's in from a financial briefing to yes. investors. <laughs> the PDF yeah. or whatever says multiple Switch titles. So FIFA 21. A bare bones version, <laughs> like right. burn, burn, or burnout, uh, paradise for fifty dollars <laughs> when it's fifteen yeah. everywhere else or whatever. Right. Um, that's that's a number of one game is a number of games. It's a number. So who knows? <laughs> okay. Well, let's have a little bit of fun with this, and let's play. If EA was really going to go all in on this and wanted to see the, they actually wanted to make money on the switch. I'm going to name a couple of games that should be here. Okay. Yeah. Should be here, but they, to have success with anything you're going to say, most of these are going to be coming from the 360 era. Correct. Or older or older. Yes. They need to be priced competitively and not EA has the money. And you see, I don't remember who I was talking to. I think I was talking to somebody in, in, in Discord or something like that in chat room. Um, all these games that have fallen by the wayside in the eShop and they come back and they're top sellers for 50 cents or a dollar or something like that. They're making money doing that because they're getting so much exposure. They're staying at the top. But if if EA comes out with any of these games that we're going to mention and they've priced them like they're pricing uh, Paradise, they're going to fall flat on their face so with that being the preface to all this let's hear some of the titles you think are going to come we're we're you know what let's move it to our talking point 
where okay. we can because I actually as you started talking, I actually had some really killer ideas, but we'll be on this topic for a while. So okay. let's come back to EA for the talking point. Let's talk about Animal Crossing, but not New Horizons. Pocket Camp, according to Polygon, Sensor uh, Tower app analytic website says that it had a total of 7.1 million downloads globally in April, which I mean, it makes sense. There was free DLC by downloading this app. And I've used almost everything in the game from Pocket Camp on my on my island. Almost everything. I think so, I deleted. I, I don't know if I have Pocket Camp on my phone anymore. Maybe, maybe I need, should need to download it again. I don't know. Well, OK, I will say this. I think the two coolest items that you get from the Pocket Camp thing are these a miniature of the two different campers that are customizable. Again, something else that's customizable. What people have been doing in New Horizons is taking they go to the backside of their island. They put their lighthouse. They turn dog houses backwards and put them down kind of by the lighthouse. And then we'll make, they make it look like a miniature. And it's forced perspective. And they put those little campers down there and they look it looks like if, if you're if you're a child of the 80s or 90s, you'll know what micro machines are. And it kind of looks like a micro machine set. Honestly, it looks it looks pretty rad. Like I'm going to have a video coming out. I'm going to do it on one of my a spot on my Island just so I can, I can, I can showcase it, but it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So players spent, you're going to believe this <laughs> $7.9 million in April, beating out its previous best month in spending at its launch, which was 7.8 million. So new horizons, because I guarantee there was people that were like, I, I can't find the switch. I need to get a, I want to be in the conversation somehow. I'll play pocket camp. I'm not going to go buy a 3ds or 2ds right now. Pocket camps here on mobile. $7.9 million. That's, that's wild. That's, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, but I mean, overall, that game has improved. It's a little bit more fun. It's not so just like fetch quest all the time. They, they listen to the community and they, they did a bunch of quality of life things because it was the same kind of thing. Okay. Let me catch this person a fish and then let me go back to where they were. Then let me have another conversation with them. Then let me go shake a tree. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, you know what? Let's let them mail everything. And so you can, he'll just be like, You've got everything in your pockets that everybody wants. I'm going to go deliver it for you. You're like, I like you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You didn't make it into New Horizon. I can't even remember his name, but he was like the mailman. <laughs> and so. Oh, well, and so, I mean, that kind of wraps up a lot of the pocket game stuff. I didn't put this in the notes, but did everyone do the, the Mayday Rover maze thing? I did. No, I didn't. You haven't. I, I did it. I mean, I, what do you what do you think of it, Josh? I loved it. I loved that it was like it was like something entirely new to Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And it also had a very Zelda-esque feel to it where it was like you had to move in a certain way. And I believe, I believe one of the biggest takeaways from it is that they wanted to show people the potential of what you could create on your island to have your friends come over and do, you know little mini games yeah i mean because it's it's all doable minus the rock placements correct it's all doable Mm -hmm. so i mean 
potentially, I guess something could come down the, the line where you get a, an island editor, hopefully, just because I'm placing this. I don't want to go down a rant again, but the <laughs> the terraforming is so frustrating sometimes in this game. <laughs> but like island, like island editor, like like Wheatbread said last week, where uh where you place stuff in your house and you can just go down on the D-pad and you can move stuff around. It's, it, that's a game changer. And if you could do that outside or with terraforming, that would be a lot more enjoyable and quality of life stuff. But yeah, the the rover stuff, I did think it was fun. I I actually, I beat it without having to reset, but I hadn't optimized my my run through of the, the maze. So I actually, after I talked to rover, I reset the island with uh the rescue app and then made sure i finished with enough fruit to break all three rocks and get the the bell vouchers that were locked behind the rocks so i had fun i had fun with it i thought i i kind of hope for more of that kind of stuff i think that'd be fun yeah the other difference too is that they gave you an axe that had one <clears throat> hit left on it so if you wanted to do that yeah. with your friends you're gonna be like okay let me count you know so, but yeah. maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be updates. Maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be something that, you know, so that we can gamify things a little bit more. Yeah. Who knows? That and I dug up all the flowers and all the bushes and I was going to take them back with me and then they take it all from you. Yep. They do. I was like, do. what a waste of <laughs> well, time that I did. And there's this quality of life video going around that this person made. It was like a, like a fake update for the game. And it, it looked like some of the things they offered was like every, like you could see how many items were in your pocket. When you pick something up, it would say like one of 40, two of 40, three of 40, right. Things like that just above your head. And I believe it would also show in this little update that was made. It's all fan made. If you know how many hits were left on your, yeah, just a meet. I just want a meter. I don't even need to know how many hits just show right. me a visual meter. But if we had something like that, then you'd be like, Oh, this one's getting low. I'm going to save it for my, my maze or whatever. You know, and the other thing you could do, because you said rocks wouldn't be available there, which I mean, yeah, of course, but the trees work semi similar, depending on if you give them an axe or not to be able to chop things Mm -hmm. down. Right. So you can't get them as close, though. You can't stack three trees like those rocks. It would have to be a little bit different. So there is that there is that. But yeah, I thought that maze thing was great. Um, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was good seeing Rover. And I got a quick little Animal Crossing story today. I went. I built my 10th spot for anybody that doesn't know, you can have 10 animals, uh, 10 residents. So you just have to sell one more spot and then you can have all 10 of them. And so I did that. And then I started taking trips to islands cause I wanted to try to find Raymond. He's the, like the most sought after character in the, in the animal crossing new horizons right now. He's like the smug cat with two different colored eyes and glasses. Is this, is this the character that somebody bought for their girlfriend for like 500 nook tickets or whatever? Is that probably? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh Nintendo guru. What say that again? Uh, no, he, he can go for as many as a thousand. If people are like, what are people doing with these nook tickets? Bidding on them? <laughs> nook tickets seem to be like the most valuable currency you can get right now. But there's, there's, they only stack to 10 and it's a, I don't, I don't get it. (laughs) So, yeah. So I went to Island to Island trying to find him. My second Island had Rod and Rod was the character that I talked to the most in New Leaf. He was my neighbor. That was always like, he's the only one I would talk to. 
he would be like, Hey, I'm out here. I'm out here working my pecs. What are you doing? You know, like he would always just be telling me about how he was lifting weights and stuff. And so I was like, I saw, I was like, is that Rod? And the chat was like, you could talk to him once before he moves in. And I was like, I've already got rolled who was, he's still my neighbor in the GameCube game. He's still there. And Rod is still my neighbor. Every time he would try to move in New Leaf, I was like, no, you're staying put, buddy. And so I, I, I had to, like, the, the, the gang's getting back together. The band's getting back together. Uh, Rod's, Rod's moving in. So I'm going to have to try to kick somebody else out in order to, uh, in order to go back on the hunt for so, Raymond. So question for you. I don't know if I, who knows if I pissed off one of my, one of my uh, residents, but I was trying to pick one of my residents that I wanted to kick off. So I went and talked to Isabel cause I thought that's how you did it. Mm-hmm. She's like, do you have a problem with the resident? I'm like, yeah, I don't like uh, Clyde. I think is who I picked. And I was like, I don't like the way he talks. And she's like, okay, I'll talk to him. And then that's all she says. And I'm like, all right, I don't like the way he dresses. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll talk to him. So I don't know if he's going to confront me somewhere on the island in the next couple of days and be like, what's up? Or if he's just going to pack up his bags and try to leave. But I was, um, what, what the red dog, Cherry, I think. Is yeah. that what? Yeah. So she, is it she or he? I don't even know. She, I believe. She, okay. Um, she was in my campsite and I, I talked to her. I had, I actually quit out of my game like three times because I messed it up the first time where she, she offered to move in. She's like, oh, I'll go talk to resident services. And then they choose who's going to move off your island, which mm-hmm. I didn't like. And so the first time I was like, no, I don't want, because it was uh, rodeo is who they wanted to leave. And I guess reading an article later on in that night, I was like, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, the cows and and, uh, and bulls and some other uh, animals are like rare. I'm like, well, I had Patty and rodeo and now they're gone out of my island. So whatever. I don't know anything about this game, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Patty wanted to go be a star somewhere else. So I let her go spread her wings and. <laughs> and 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 Tom Nook decided to kick Rodeo off my island for Cherry. So oh, no. I I don't know I don't know what I'm doing. But uh, so the first time I said no, so then I had to go back and reset, and then I had to play a game of chance to get this character to move in, which I had to reset like two times, and it finally went back to uh, just pick a color of a card as opposed to picking a a a, a, a suit. And so that was a little bit easier. So I have her moving in, I think tomorrow or something like that. But nice. Yeah. Like I don't enjoy how like locked into this stuff you are. And I thought there was, I thought, I thought Isabel was the key to kicking people off your Island. And I, maybe I'll have to go talk to Mel. Cause I think she seems to be the queen of, uh, of scaring people off her Island. If she doesn't like them, she tells those nerds to get lost in her own words there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, everyone thought that you just went and talked to her to get them off your island but it's uh so like let's say josh created a uh a t-shirt and it had <laughs> like the middle finger and he just walks around wearing this shirt with the middle finger all the time and then he moves into your town and you don't want your kid to see that so you got to go talk to isabel and say i don't like what he's wearing and then he'll get rid of the clothes or if josh gave him like a a catchphrase that would upset you or you like what my characters call me like what yeah. they all call me yeah so then you can get, get her to get rid of the catchphrase but yeah and chat is asking destinots asking is there a benefit to have uh to having not having a certain character 
here's these are just the, like waifus, right? Like uh, that's kind of all it is. No, there's more to it than that. They okay. all have different personalities. And and so not only are they like a certain like one could be a jock, but then he also might be uh I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I I believe I can look it up here, but like you know, like Raymond is like he's he's very smug, right? Yeah, he's smug, yeah. And so uh that's that's one of the things that like that people are drawn to. Let me see if I can find the uh They've also oh. got like lazy is one. So you can have like the lazy people arguing with the buff people. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't know. I I just Yeah, one, one of my one of my villagers was upset at uh one of the other ones for calling her something. So yeah, they they get in fights with each other, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like like you have you <laughs> that's, have that sounds like that's, so it's only from role playing, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and but I mean they're hilarious. You'll see you'll see certain you know, like Tammy, she will just lose it on people. She's always just piping mad. Like, like Tia's yeah, like, Tammy's the one, Tammy's the one that pissed off somebody else. I think I have Tammy and Tia and yeah. 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 So, so yeah, you've got it. There's quite, and, and some people want to have one of each personality, right? So you've got cranky, peppy, sisterly, lazy, normal, snooty, and it just goes on and on jock. Uh, I think you got a YouTube video in the works here, Josh. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. So yeah, that's part of the, that's the reason for collecting different. Some people like the way they look. Uh, some are harder to come by. You know, I know I was watching uh, uh, a streamer and she had gone, she had gone through 900 Nook Miles tickets trying to find uh, like Julie or Judy. Or so, something. so that's why this whole thing is a currency is because they want to kick people off their islands and then go to mystery islands and try to recruit people. Yeah. Like uh, we were talking about earlier, it's like shiny hunting for Pokemon. It's kind of like the same thing where you're looking for, if you don't want to, because right now, like animal crossing amiibo cards, if you want certain characters, they're like over a hundred dollars for one character. Well, and even if you want just a random six six draw, like they're selling for like thirty five dollars a sealed pack right now. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what the, what those retail for originally, Josh? When you picked up all these six cards? bucks, five bucks or six bucks? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have, I mean, I have a lot. I have a lot. I actually want to find out if there's a way to like trade with people because I have a lot of doubles. So, well, so I'm sure I'm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll have to talk to like Splice Stream or something like that. But like the NFC, like modding community for smash i'm sure there's like uh like my breath of the wild uh amiibo cards that i've i just bought that have all the that were made in china or whatever that just have all the a a blank nfc chip in it that they programmed to be something i'm sure there's people selling full animal crossing cards that are just the blank nfc chip that they programmed to be what they want it by spoofing it in in their computer well, yeah, and then not only that, but then they print them, and then they look like the original Amiibo card, but the the small little ones that you got. And uh, <laughs> like, if you go to Etsy, you can order them. And then is, is like, there something oh, that taints it when one. it's when it's scanned? Because I saw when I was just googling this stuff, it was like unscanned Amiibo cards. Is the, is there some kind of ownership that comes to it when you scan it the first time? Unscanned? No, no, they have like blank cards. 
And then no, no, no. Like these are like the original, like the official Nintendo ones. They, they, they were selling them as like never scanned official cards, like not the, not the made up ones. So I don't know if there's something, some kind of ownership. It might be something to do with New Leaf because I think New Leaf would do something with the cards. Hmm. Either New Leaf or what was the other one? The Amiibo Festival. Yeah. Well, that was. Did anybody play that? Yes, um, I know a lot of people <laughs> bought it when it was like I bought it when it was like five dollars. I have it down there. I haven't. I've never put it in my Wii U, so yeah. I don't know. We've completely derailed the news, but but it's yeah. fun. We're talking about AC again. Yep. Yeah, and in a positive light. And I mean, and there's four hundred some animals, right? Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's YouTube video after YouTube video of of different, uh, you know, top tens. Why this is the why this is the best. Why this isn't the best. You know some like <laughs> but do you want to have the top 10 like if if you if everyone goes out and gets the top 10 then everyone's island's the same like do you really want that like no, no for me it was getting rod today was like that was that was awesome because it was part like it was like nostalgia i was like oh my gosh it was the silliest thing but i'm like oh, i'm getting an old friend back on my <laughs> island he'll be back he'll be back pumping iron tomorrow you know like do you still have axel on your island oh heck yeah dude so, so maybe he and him can go uh oh, and, they can go on and rolls a bodybuilder too he's so like it's it yeah i gotta change my island to bro island because they're they're all just gonna be broing it up i gotta give them all muscle suits like I, say, I gave axel a muscle suit and he's continued to wear it the entire time i saw i saw a clip on twitter of somebody that gave one of their their residents uh, an outfit and they put it on they're like oh i like it and then they turn around to walk away <laughs> immediately change <laughs> Age back, yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing as well. I think a good way to make a character leave is, uh, I think the title of the clip was like, uh, "Article Four of the Geneva Convention can be broken in in Animal Crossing." And they just have cruel and unusual punishment of a prisoner of war, and they put one of their villagers inside fencing with like the the the, the sharpened spike wooden wooden post uh, uh, fencing, like a like it's a. <laughs> Like a Vietnam POW camp, and they just have this, this villager just chained up in, inside this this cage, and they're just letting them be grumpy in there until they probably, I guess, want to leave. <laughs> so okay, I can't believe we're going on and on of this. This is crazy, <laughs> but I I did an Animal Crossing cribs. If you guys, I, I guess I should announce this too. I do I do cribs where I go and visit islands, get inspiration, hear from people. Today, the island I went to the. Uh, I have a feeling the person that that I went to go visit, I don't think they were in the United States because there was a delay when we were talking. It was like talking to somebody overseas almost. And their their town was named after an Italian word for wave. So I was like, I didn't ask where they're from. They said they were over the age of 18 just because I don't know about YouTube's uh, policies to make sure that, it, you know, so but they sounded very young. They they have Roscoe, I believe completely blocked off like he can't, he can't if he leaves his house he's stuck on the beach it's all the more he can i mean they, they teleport obviously is it but, is it to prevent other people from talking to them i think so i think he wants yeah he's trying to he wants him gone he wants him gone so oh he wants him gone because yeah. some people will block off villagers so that if they open their island for trading or whatever that they can't because that was one of the stipulations on when i was doing uh turn up exchange mm-hmm. it's like don't talk to this villager she's my favorite or something like that so they don't want other people that are coming to their island right. to talk to to yeah. to their villagers 
Yeah. And I've got to, I've got to look this up and I'll make a video tomorrow about it, but you can, I guess you can best friend certain, certain animals and things like that. But here's what was interesting is I had it. I had Winnie come up to me and say, Hey, I want to move. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, like it was kind of weird. I didn't really want to see any of them go, but I was like, well, I want to get some of the characters that I, I would love to see rod. I would love to see this Raymond, this cat. And so, uh, she, at the end of the day, I went to go see her again before she was going to pack up the the next day. And she was like, thanks for checking in on me so many times today. And I was like, oh, and then she was like, now that I think about it, I am getting pretty emotional. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, so she moved. Right. I, I went and saw her with her boxes and said, said our goodbyes. She moved. And then the next day there was a sold sign. Or the, the, there was one day where it was empty. And then the next day there was a sold sign. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't go to an island. You didn't, you didn't approve this. I didn't scan anybody in. And Winnie from Pitter Pat, which I, I can't remember whose island is. I think it's Jay Harley's, but I'm not positive. I think it is Jay Harley's. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden Winnie's moved in. And I was like, well, I didn't want like I, I wanted to kind of pick who was going to be coming next. I didn't. So I, I more I'm I'm bringing this up. Because if you're in the same situation, make sure you're using your Nook Miles and go into those. The, the way the process works is you have to have an empty spot to have to have critters. Villagers on, show up yeah, on. Exactly. On to have villagers on those other islands. So so just keep that in mind that way. Because, yeah, because now that I have Rod showing up to my one empty spot. Um, you're going to you're gonna have to run somebody else out of town. Yeah. And I have a few that I'm like, I'll be OK if they go. And some of them. Like the ones that I've been sending off, I have their amiibo cards, so I could bring them back if I wanted to. So that that that's that's a, an added bonus for me. But uh, all right, last bit of the news, and then we'll talk about EA here. But uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath expansion announced today. It's coming out May 26th. I, look, if you're a Switch owner, I'm sorry to break this to you, but you're going to have to buy another SD card. It doesn't matter how big yours is right now. You're going to need another one. Yeah, I'm ready to buy. I'm ready to buy MK11 on my PlayStation, I think, and just uh, delete <laughs> MK11 off my Switch because the update, just even just regular like balance patch updates take hours yeah. on a hardline connection on my Switch. And uh, they're massive. I don't even know how much space on my 400 gig card it's taking up right now. But yes. Um, but free content is coming out for everybody. So this will add to the update for a switch owner. Um, but new stages are coming. I think three, maybe three were mentioned in the, uh, in the article I read, um, stage fatalities are coming back. So that'll be fun. And I think this is going down a road. I think that's going to bring more expansion for free coming soon is, uh, friendships are coming back. So you'll be able to, uh, I think one the one that was featured was like a barbecue with somebody. I don't know what it was. Oh, Scorpion throws his throws his rope with the spike on the end. He says, "Get over here!" And it was yeah, a it was, it was a yeah. teddy bear. <laughs> he was hugging the teddy bear. <laughs> and uh, I think Sub Zero has like a little bike that is a, a mobile uh, ice cream shop, and he freezes <laughs> a stick and makes you uh, an ice cone. Oh, I love That's it. Nice. And then I think one was like all balloons and multicolor that spelled out friendship or is that maybe the banner for friendship? I don't even know. And then, uh, so, and then paid content is coming. I think, uh, Netherrealm hasn't announced an official price, but I think 
some people found it listed on the the PlayStation store for like I think forty is what they're saying. It's up this on the, the eShop right now, yeah. Is it forty? Thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, thirty nine ninety nine. Um, so there's going to be new story expansion, which I don't know. if I think they said this has never been done before on Mortal Kombat, like story mode. Yeah, they've only done characters. Mm-hmm. Same thing yeah. with Injustice. They've only done characters too. And then uh, three new playable characters: uh, Fujin, Shiva, and the the new uh, fan service one is RoboCop is coming. Um, and Did I you think by chance the, see the article that got posted in the discord today that was like it was like shiva robocop and then some kid from malcolm in the middle <laughs> was the other oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just totally random i loved it i loved it anyway continue um three uh three new character skin packs so i don't know what that's all going to entail but i'm sure there's certain characters that'll have different skins that you can so this, I believe, was a pre-order bonus from what I saw when I watched the trailer today. And it looked like Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And then it looked like some other, I don't know who the other character is, but she looks like she is a like an ice character also. And it looked like they had three alternate costumes, but I believe it said it was tied to the, to like a pre-order. To the pre-order. Okay. I, I think. Um, this, well, maybe this is the, the pre-order. This says exclusive, thanks a million, Johnny Cage character skin. So maybe that's it. Because that's a that's a that was an added thing that I saw in the article. So mm. who knows? But um, I think the article that I also read said there's potentially coming to the Americas in June going to be a aftermath physical release, like a, a, a whole package together. So if you want to wait for that, I guess you could do that. But that'll be probably shortly a couple days after the, the initial release of aftermath sometime in June. You can also get you can order it or buy it now on the eShop if for sixty dollars and it's got like the gold it's basically the ultimate edition of Mortal Kombat eleven with all the new stuff. That's cool. That's a good yeah. that's a good bundle then. The question is what size card will this thing have? It'll still be an eight gig card and you're gonna have to download I mean the initial setup of this game was like sixteen gigs that you had to download. Mm-hmm. It's massive. It's massive. It's yeah. no joke. Like yeah. every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, I need to play this game to justify having it on here. But then I yeah. know when I go to play it and I have it deleted, I'm gonna be like, I can't even play it. It's not gonna it's gonna be forever <laughs> to re-download everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean it it play it plays just fine. I have no problem playing it. I've right. I've probably played through about half halfway through the story and I've I've enjoyed it and I wanna finish it. Um the biggest thing is if you go and I forget what the online portion of it is. And I think that's what takes up a decent chunk of this as well is you really see the muddiness of it all, uh, the, the pixelation of it. And um, yeah, it's just not as, I mean, so it, it plays just fine. It doesn't look as sharp. Um, I would say this is a great thing to have if, if this is your only system, but like me having all the systems, I'm really contemplating getting it somewhere else just to be able to play it because it does look so much better somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. All right. Splatfest <clears throat> coming this weekend. We already mentioned it. Make sure you go, go sign up and get your, uh, your, your bonus uh, points or whatever those things are called that you can scrub later. Let's <laughs> uh, let's talk about EA and the games they should be bringing to switch. All right. So here's my idea. If EA wants to do this, right. They need to one. What they're doing, burnout. 
don't release that game physically for $50, right? Because that's why they're selling it digitally for $50. Just do it digitally for 20 or get a handful of games and offer a subscription like they did on the Xbox. And I think it's on the PlayStation now. It's still, it, well, um, they at least have timed exclusivity, I think still contract with, with Microsoft, but better yet. Like when you just mentioned that they should have parity between the two and they would sell, you know how many more subscriptions they would sell if I could get, bang for my buck by buying it i I believe is it still called ea access Mm -hmm. chris do you know i believe so is that what it's called Mm -hmm. they would get so much bang i i would maybe think about buying it i know i subscribed to it for one month or i I think it ended up making battlefield or battlefront cheaper Mm -hmm. i subscribed to ea access for the one month that i right after the the battlefront 2 beta was ending and you got a discount and you got a, a bonus for sub, uh, pre-ordering battlefront a, a, after the uh the debacle of their their whole their beta and the the app fallout from from microtransactions but i got a better deal by paying the 15 bucks for that month or whatever it was five bucks five bucks with the discount that i got by being an ea access member mm-hmm. buying that and then canceling it like i saved like five or ten bucks by doing that but they would get a lot more retention if I could download um, Unraveled and whatever other games they choose to bring to this platform with Switch, if I could have it on both systems and they could maybe make cross-save happen or something. And there's also bonuses for for, uh, EA Origin on PC that I could take advantage of. So there would be a lot more potential there and make me want to do that if they if they could come up with that subscription. I think the other way that they dominate this market is they they lean into the nostalgia that a lot of Nintendo fans have, right? Sega has done this. They released Sonic, you know, Sonic Mania, right? Put out Madden collection that has the Super Nintendo game that has the 64 game that has a GameCube game. Even if they have to take the names off the players, cause maybe they don't have the license to use their names anymore, but still give us those graphics. I think I, I mean, to me, I would love to see like a hist, like I would go and buy Madden on the switch before I would go buy it on another system. If I could see if in play, you know, because I think actually, I think the Sega Genesis, uh, do you guys remember? But I think the Sega Genesis Madden was like kind of the, the, like everybody loved that game. If I remember correctly, it was kind of a, kind of yeah. a big deal for the time. It seemed to be more popular than the SNES version. Yeah. So, I mean, if there was, if there was some of these older, older, is that like Madden 94, maybe something like that, something like that. Yeah. And I mean, EA has a, a very vast library of titles, Right now, I'm sure that they that they never leaned into ever really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And here's the other thing: EA, you have the rights to Star Wars. Figure out how to get the GameCube games on the Switch. Figure it out. Figure out how to get Rogue Squadron and 
Go uh, get Rogue Squadron 2. It's made. Three. It's three. made. Yeah. Three. Yeah, that's what I meant. Three, yeah. not Rogue Leader, but R- Rogue Squadron 3 for Wii is made. It's four, right? Because the, the 64 was the first one, and then there's two on the GameCube, so it'd actually be the fourth game. What's what's the third one? Rogue because Rogue Leader was a launch was that a launch title? Yeah, and I think it's and that's Rogue, Rogue and that's Rogue Squadron two. What's Rogue Squadron three? It may be just I think it's just called that. I don't I don't but it's the hmm. one where you could get out and you'd play as Wedge. You could get out of your and walk around, which was not a great feature. Yeah, but Rogue Squadron on Wii is made. It's mm-hmm. sitting on a dev kit on the factor or uh, on. Uh, in an old storage unit from Factor Five, or well, their, no, yeah, well, one of oh, Factor Five hard drives. Uh, that that dev, his daughter gets to play it, and she's the only one. If you if if you're wondering, I forget what the episode is, but they had uh, like one ninety seven. N- huh? Yeah, IGN. Nintendo voice chat, like one ninety something. Yeah, they had the developers on, and they talked about it. So it was uh, that was she's the only person in the world <laughs> so <laughs> that sad. didn't make it that gets to play it. But it's there. Go go give those guys money and and get it. But. And if, if you can't get that working, I just saw recently, I didn't, it, it was a, I was like a spawn wave video popped up about battlefront, the old battlefront, like the old battlefront two had some kind of online uh, update done to the steam version. Apparently, as I say, I've almost bought battlefront one and two classic like multiple times this week. Cause they, they stopped being on sale tomorrow, but yeah. And it, it, I, <clears throat> Again, I didn't see the article or I didn't see, I didn't I wasn't able to watch the whole video, but that would be a great that would be a great title to get on to the switch. If because the other one, I'm sure it would have a hard time running the, the actual Battlefront and Battlefront 2. But those older titles, you know, and I, I mean, look, the Jedi Academy and stuff. I mean, yeah, the stuff doesn't some of it doesn't age all that well. But at least it would give us more multiplayer shooters. That is an area that is that is lacking on the Switch. And a known IP like Star Wars, I mean, people would be would be all about it. People are still buying Codor and Codor One on on backwards compatibility Xbox right now. So like mm-hmm. if those games can obviously run on on Switch. Get get those over there. I mean, they they are squandering their their Star Wars license. Yeah. And the list goes on and on mass effect dead space. There's, I mean, there's, there's so many, the battlefield series battlefront. I'm sorry, battlefield and then battlefield bad company, right? Those mm-hmm. are games that they could bring back. They there's, I mean, I, even in chat today, uh, Brit was saying some of the games she beat. One of them was, uh, uh, Oh, what is that game? You, you played as two different mercenaries that had like hockey masks and like the full army of two, you know, like oh, yeah. those, that, that old series, like there are, so, there's so many games that they could, they could dig into and well, mercenaries too. Did, 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 does EA own mercenaries? I feel like like was, the actual, uh, I feel that like was the, the old, like the fictional North Korea original yeah, Xbox mercenaries game. Mercenaries and mercenaries too. Yeah. Is that EA or is that somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, because EA bought them and then shut them down after they made this. <laughs> ah, yeah. So sad. So sad. Chris, then, what, like, do you think? Is, what do you think? Is NCAA, is NCAA coming back? I, I, I think it's supposed to be, but because I think the, uh, they, they, they settled lawsuits when it, can't, when it comes to NCAA players being able to profit off their likeness. So I think NCAA will eventually come back. So when they yeah. do, like, find a way to make that engine work. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or one NBA Jam. Yep. Plants vs. Zombies. Mm-hmm. Plants vs. Zombies 2. That would be good even if you just made it so it was like a touchscreen game. A lot of the PopCap games, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, they own pot. Yeah, they that, that that's where they make their money now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare games, mm-hmm. they're kind of like uh, they will they would be like a good fit for uh, like my kids keep asking when that game when those games are coming to the Switch, mm-hmm. and I have and I have to keep telling them the history of <laughs> Sony or of EA and Nintendo. And everything, how it went wrong with the Wii U, and um, ever since then, we all went downhill. And uh, they don't—they just look at me with a blank face, and they say, "So it's not coming." No, it's not coming. So hopefully that would come. Um, you know what? I think it's interesting. They're going to release this Burnout at fifty dollars, and then it'll be interesting to see if it even makes it into the top 30 like best selling games on the eShop it won't mm. he, here's another one guys that I don't think anybody has thought about because nobody remembers that it was on the 360 but the first titanfall could be playable on the switch it is a 360 title it was it was an and that and that exclusivity contract is long up because it, it's on i think it's on pc the the second Maybe. game I think came out. Everywhere. The second game went across everything, but like I don't know, I don't think I don't think Microsoft owns in perpetuity the yeah, exclusivity the contract. Never, yeah, they never came to anything else. Um, no, so maybe maybe they do. But it know. would fill the Call of Duty void because those are all mm-hmm. ex Call of Duty devs, or a lot of them. And that multiplayer was a blast. It was so oh, I love that game. Yeah. So great. Like so, th- there's and then of course I mean Apex is coming to mobile. Right, that's EA. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the same people. Yeah, they they they, they need to do that. Yeah, it's respawn, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, I, I and again, I, I mean, look, we're just dudes with microphones, right? It's not like we, but it. There's certain things Copy that seem copy and paste it, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's that it's that easy. But I mean, if if you've got Fortnite and you've got you've got Call of Duty on mobile. Right. And I believe Apex has said they're coming to mobile. The switch is yeah. essentially a mobile tablet. So I, I think and I don't know what I don't know what Apex runs in, what kind of engine and how scalable it is. But I, I know well, that it, Unreal is res- very respawn. So respawn was adamant when they did stuff. And well, Titanfall one EA purchased respawn after Titanfall one. So that was they were independent, I think, when they did that. But they published it was just a partnership that EA didn't own respawn at the time, but they published it. Mm. Um, but, uh, I know Vincent Pella was adamant when EA purchased them that he wasn't going to play ball with frostbite and they were going to continue using, I don't know what, and I think they use, they use unreal for star Wars. I don't know. Um, about Apex. Yeah. So, I mean, unreal scales really well. So hopefully, and and Vincent Pella is in charge of more stuff at EA now. So they gave him the keys, I think, to two or three other projects to to like be a creative director on and oversee the teams. So you never know. Yeah, there's yeah, he uses the Source Engine, um, Apex Legends. So, and again, the Burnout series, like bring those older games back at a like five bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, they just, need to stop pricing them crazy high. Just do digital copies of these things and just let them let them sit in the wild. Like, you know how many hours I would spend just doing the crash mode and burnout four? Three. <laughs> you know, or three, three. takedown, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it was so fun. 
It was so fun. Yeah, it's just so, trying to rack up ten million dollars worth of damage or whatever. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Chris, I do wanna I wanna throw it your way and, and what what do you think? What do you think EA should do? Hmm. I think the you know the uh EA access would work if they had more than like six games on the system. Mm-hmm. If you could log on and load up all the old road rash games from like the, the <laughs> from, from the Genesis. I'll say, that's part of the re- that's part of the reason why I bought the Genesis. That's part of the reason why I bought Genesis mini was for road rash. Wow, dude, you're blowing my mind right now. I would be all yeah. over it. If yeah, they had like a, the vault went back further than just 360, mm-hmm. uh, and they released a bunch of the old games and stuff like that. And the other <coughs> one was like, uh, what's the other game that they had? Poltergeist Gust on the Sega Genesis, where you had to like play as a ghost. This was your old house. You didn't want anyone moving into it, so you were a ghost. You'd have to like turn on the faucet while people were around it, and then like. Um, do all sorts of stuff like that. And I can't remember if EA did uh, uh, Zombie Eight, Zombies Ain't My Neighbor or if, or if that was someone else. I'll check it real quick. I was looking at Road Rash 64. That was THQ that published that one. Okay. Um, zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, I think that was like a LucasArts jam. Oh, but, that's yeah. that's right. That's right. But um, but even just any of the old uh, EA games like SimCity on Super NES and things like that. It's published by Konami. Uh, like in like Soviet Strike. They could bring bring back all the those old games and I would like all the old EA games. Um, but really what we're saying is that they should follow what Neo Geo has been doing. And yeah, just start and like the and hamster with all those arcade games, but it, it would just be the they they could do like an emulator of sorts. Sega does it too with like their uh, they're bringing out like all their old classics, and it's just like it's like like uh, perfect. It's like exactly how they were on the arcade or Super right. NES or Sega Genesis. Yep. And yeah, they should do the same thing. Yeah. Well, even, I mean, Sega has a, the Sega collection on the switch. You're looking at like 30 yeah. some odd games, right? Bring like, yep. get, get Madden, get the hockey games. I mean, do you guys know how much fun, like knockout Kings and those boxing games from back in the day, those things were a blast. They were so great. They were so great. And I mean, even no, UFC yeah. on the 360 is is a is a decent fighting game if you want to learn all the mechanics it's a it's a very complex game but yeah it, it I'm, I'm i remember playing it back when it first came out and they've done like four or five versions of that now yeah. they've they've iterated yeah. on it yeah yeah and it's and one of when, those uh, go ahead go ahead <laughs> all right well when acclaim and midway went under ea bought the rights to nba jam and nfl blitz mm. so they should um they can bring out like the, the new ones of those. I remember they even released one back on the Wii. So it's like back on the Wii and the 360 PS3 back in like those days. So mm-hmm. if they did the same thing and were released one now, it would do better than all of the non-existent basketball games they're releasing these days. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, the street, the NFL street, NBA street, all that stuff too. Those were, those were really fun. Like just the, the, yeah. So they, I mean, again, it is a, it is a vast library of games and did did EA do Def Jam battle for New York, the fighting game? Yeah. Was that EA? Well, they published it in AKI. Cause that was like a cult classic that a lot of people played that, that was, that was that original Xbox. Yeah. Uh, and and PlayStation 2 and GameCube. Yeah. And GameCube. Yeah. It's like, and then like I was looking through Peggle, Pe- uh, Peggle one and Peggle two. I play that on, on Xbox and like, that's a good fun puzzle game that would be perfect for switch. And that's pop cap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, uh, it's so strange. It's just so strange. It's almost like you've got to wonder if there was like bad blood between EA and Nintendo after the Wii U, because you had a lot of their games. You had mass effect was over there and I, and I believe Madden was over there and stuff. And I, they were probably like, we, they, they may have lost big time money on some of those titles. Well, and they were just so far behind when it came to the development cycle that they didn't want to jump on the train that they were then too far behind to try to get in but now we're what three years in right like they they've watched that the the i mean the just the rise of of switch that it's had with and and the the proof is in the pudding with when it comes to like retro people people have bought stuff i bought uh aladdin and 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 lion uh, king, lion king. Yeah. like i mean there's all sorts of stuff nostalgia is playing hard on this machine yeah. and EA could take advantage of that, and they've chosen not to. Because I think the Battlefront games, the old, the the X, uh, OG Xbox ones, I think those would sell. But like, I'm going to buy Episode One Racer when it comes out. So I mean, that's where they're going to maybe see some return of money, but they will not see the return when it comes to to Paradise. I, I just think that is a, a a bad monetary price point that they set. Yeah, yeah, they should have gone with the older one with no <clears throat> like, just forget the online aspect of it and just you know and i mean we haven't even mentioned like the need for speed series like need for speed underground 2 that, yeah that one was. <laughs> i mean you see like these are games that we spent hours and hours and hours with that were that were just they were top notch if you can make original xbox games look that much better and especially like a driving game like that it, i don't think it would age poorly I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe it would. I don't know. But like that, I think that's some of the criticism for like Jedi Knight is that it it doesn't age well. But there's some of these games I think that would that would do fine. Yeah, and really, yeah. Need, a... Need for Speed Underground too. Yeah. That that played heavily into like Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. and they they took it. They they rode that correctly when it came to how they 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 tied in with just people being able to kind of live out the movie without having any kind of official tie-in. And then even since then, I think they have the tie-in with fast and furious. So they could do that if they want, they could even update it probably and, and, and play even more into it and put, put the, uh, the, the Pontiac and, and the, and the skyline and all that kind of stuff. in there. Even Destinot saying that needs a re-release. So, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, any final thoughts? Uh, SSX and SSX Tricky. Oh, yep. God. That would be good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What, what are the executives at EA doing? <laughs> what are they doing? They're, they're, they're like 
listening to their investors going, uh, hey, why don't we have these games out on the Switch? What's going on? They're like, oh, we have a number of games coming out. We have a, we have a number of games. A number of games. <laughs> Destiny says, I just want Brooke Burke in HD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up here. Okay, okay. Crawler, where can people find you? <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me hanging out in the Discord, uh, n64josh.com slash Discord. Um, yeah, we'll look for, I guess, uh, Josh and I'll get maybe a, a, a playthrough of Streets of Rage 4 coming at you sometime soon. Um, that'll be fun. Um, I did, there is more audio equipment coming on the way, so hopefully I will get my stream up and going here sometime soon. So Nightcrawler, uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawlers without the E. It's been two years of, I'm going to start streaming more this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start streaming more this week. Yeah. He's coming at you. Yeah. Coming at you. <laughs> like a slug. <laughs> Chris, That's where can we find you? Uh, you can find me Super Nintendad on Twitter, pretty much. Uh, I just recorded another episode of nintendo entertainment show so that'll be back up on apple wherever you get a podcast is, so is that solo it. are you by yourself or are you doing it with somebody no i did it with a couple of friends so very cool very cool awesome glad to hear that guys you can follow me everywhere at n64 josh tiktok instagram facebook snapchat all the places Farms only yeah. Farmers only, only fans. Yeah, all the places. Um, stream schedule. Stay. Uh, that's going to be getting updated very soon. We got Mario Kart nights happening Mondays and Fridays. This last Monday was Star Wars Day, so I ended up watching a Star Wars movie. But uh, this Friday, we did it. Last, I mean, it's so fun. It's so fun. We have so many new faces. Guys, especially during this time, if you're struggling being alone, come and hang out. We get into voice chat. We we kind of talk trash to each other. Everybody just it, last week was funny because it was like uh, there was a bunch of ladies that joined, but none of them jumped into voice chat. But they were still talking trash from uh, from the Twitch from chat. Twitch chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were still they were still dishing it out pretty good. So everybody was having just a really good time. And uh, it was just a really good time to connect with people, hear people's like just to hear other people's voices and uh, feel like you're not not so isolated. So if uh, you're in that position, you've got you've got Mario Kart. Come and join us. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I do have a Mario Kart song in the works. I I posted a little bit of that uh, um, on uh, on the socials today. Uh, Patuli. She says, "You you better believe it, lol. You better believe it. Yeah, they were. You better have a you better have a sound clip of her in that in that Mario Kart song. Then yeah, no, you just no gotta dub, you just gotta dub that in somewhere. Exactly. Bye, guys. We love you. Coming for those cheeks. Oh my gosh, dude. Cheeks be weak." Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was for you, Dustin.